0: Well, since we have audio all fixed, hello, welcome to Snapping Podcast. Today I am joined by Mitchell Saltzman from IGN, also amazing, amazing fighter game player. And uh, I got to see it firsthand when we did the Kind of Funny and IGN crossover. That was super cool, by the way. That was so cool to see you in your element.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, it's, I felt a little bad coming on to it because me and Blessing have played a lot of Street Fighter before and we i think we both knew how that was how that was going to turn out <laughs> uh and it was just kind of like all right let's 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 do the song and dance i guess
0: <laughs> yeah i okay to be fair i think you were the first you were you were one of the ones who was able to like hold your ground because they definitely chose games that they were more comfortable with
1: they they definitely i even talked to them like about it I'm like <laughs> so how so how did these games get chosen and they're like oh yeah this is kind of like our usual like you know run-of-the-mill party games that we always play when we do one of these things so i'm like oh cool because like i can guarantee you that that you know almost all of us have not played these games if, if we had Maybe not within the last, like, two years.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely, like, uh, Nidhogg was really fun, but I had never played it before. And that amount of chaos and, like, trying to learn it in, like, five minutes, I was just like, oh, my God, this is a lot. It was very fun, though. So I was like, all yeah. right, it's fine.
1: <laughs> I, will, I will peel back the curtain a little bit here, though, because just the way I am, uh, I don't like to go into any situation unprepared. So I definitely downloaded Mid uh, Midhog, oh WWE, my... and, and at least like went through each of them for like 30, 40 minutes just to like, you know, get myself grounded. I, I, I hate, I hate going on live, live, cam, live television, live internet stuff, whatever, and <laughs> not being prepared. It's just, it's, it's a fear of mine, Stella. As okay. someone who's done live live stream production, like professionally, it's like my nightmare.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. I I guess I should have done it. Now I feel like I was slacking, but I was just like, you know what? I'm busy. Whatever happens, we'll play into it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's yeah. that's very smart. I think the way you did it is probably the way I should have done it as well. But whatever. It's fine. We did it. Yeah. We raised money for the kids. It that's was what hard we because it was a yeah.
1: ton kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I really do genuinely hope we get to do it again. And I hope we get to do it other crossover opportunities. We should do it with, like, GameSpot. We should do it with Easy Allies. Like, I think those those kind of things are, are easy wins for all communities involved.
0: You just want to smash. You you just want to be able I to just... Wanna, I just
1: want to prove my dominance. Exactly. In the, <laughs> the greatest... Fighting game, Smash Brothers player, yeah, you name it. I want to be on top. (laughs) I get it. Solid Forget, forget the kids. Forget. No, just (laughs) kidding. Oh, oh, you
0: heard it here first. (laughs) Mitchell said, "Fuck them kids," (laughs) and he's a father too now. Hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs)
1: There was no harsh language there.
0: Okay, fine, fine, whatever. uh i do want to check real quick is your mic set to the right one because it is a little bit echoey let's see okay uh, i just want to double check okay mitchell uh, with the foul mouth yeah exactly you heard it from mitchell's mouth specifically right chat
1: <laughs> watch this magic i'm about to sound much better hello Tess. One, one two one jesus whoa is that the same mitchell <laughs> whoa! i'm sorry about that it was not set to the right mic
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you, Salmon, for uh, bringing that. <laughs> I think he was on
1: webcam mic. Like, yeah.
0: The thing is, it didn't yeah. sound awful. It sounded like it was a headset mic, but, and and it definitely sounded like someone calling. It
1: sounded like a callin. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Salmon, is that the mic that I used for that, that was on streaming last time? Oh, man, that sucks. All right. I got <laughs> to remember to make sure I'm on the right mic. Yeah,
0: I was like, like, man, this is way better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Well, this is Mitchell on his new and improved mic. So, I'm sorry for the first, like, uh, oh, eight minutes. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs)
1: Sorry
0: about that. (laughs) No, you're fine. Um, Yeah, for a room mic, it's it's really not bad. So, yeah. Okay. So, Mitchell, I, okay. I know we've worked on the same team, but I... Mm -hmm. I feel like we've been so sequestered to our own corners of what we do, right? I'm on FPS stuff, yeah. you're on fighter game stuff. So I, I feel like we barely, except for like one Spider-Man video, <laughs> like we briefly <laughs> touched points on the Spider-Man video. So can you tell people what you do at IGN and especially with the new, like, you know, we're helping out on guides more now. Um, mm-hmm. So can you go into depth on what you do at IGN?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, what I do is, has now subtly changed because just last week we we both got new you know new uh kind of job assignments or like yeah. more more defined roles at our job um but I, I would say largely I'm uh a, a editorial producer at IGN um mostly I'm responsible for gameplay capture um so like first minutes any kind of you know. Any kind of straight gameplay, no commentary video that goes up on IGN typically goes through the gameplay team, which was me, Stella, and Ronnie. Um, and so yeah, so I, that's that was that was kind of like my main responsibility. Now I'm more on the guides team, so now it's more of a guides focus. So um, it's like you know how to how to. Be good at Spider-Man 2, uh, you know things you might have missed, uh, things you didn't know. Those kinds of like guide-focused features um, are largely what we touch. Um, and then, you know, just kind of in that off time because there is some downtime when the the games aren't, you know, flooding through the through the GameStop Game Stops and everything. Uh, in my downtime, I like to do video reviews or just reviews for for a lot of games. Yeah. Um, I've done a review for Final Fantasy 16, uh, Street Fighter 6, uh, I don't know, a bunch of, a bunch of games this year, but not as many as I did in 2020. <laughs> I feel like 2020, <laughs> I kind of like went crazy. Um, and I've kind of taken it, taken a, a step down for a little bit because, you know, fatherhood. Takes a lot of time out of your day.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I can't imagine. I, okay, so I guess that perfectly leads into. So how did how are you? How did you manage? You know, accepting fatherhood and then also working a full time job and then also training for Evo. Because I think you did. Um, I remember you did a series of vlogs or like videos with IGN, like mm-hmm. training to uh, Evo as well. So how was that? Just balancing all of that.
1: Uh, I think it's important to note that while i was training for evo and i was training to do my best like i'm not i i didn't go into evo expecting to like make top eight in any of the (laughs) games that you know I i would participate in um it's it's about really like you know satisfying your own personal goals i wanted to get out of pools um i didn't quite make it but i got really really close um and yeah you know it it wasn't that much of a of a time commitment i i was able to to kind of give it like maybe an hour or two every day. Okay. Um, so like when the, the baby goes to sleep, I would go on online or I would, you know, watch some replays or go through whatever notes I got from my, my you know, fighting game coach that I got for that video. Um so, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that much of a of a time crunch, um, fortunately. Doing reviews is a lot is a lot tougher. Yeah. And in those <laughs> cases, it's more of like, you know, relying on my wife to be like, hey, you know, I'm going to have to work some some late nights. Uh, are you OK with like, you know, watching him a little longer than than normal? would Yeah. You know, then it would be normal. And, uh, you know, I got I, I haven't. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna say I have the best wife in the world because I haven't met all wives, <laughs> but she's at least top five, top ten. Oh, she did break the top
0: ten, though. Okay. She did
1: break the top ten for awesome. sure. I, I, I can guarantee you she's in the top ten.
0: Oh my god, that's adorable. Okay, so wait, how did you guys meet? I think I asked this, but I, for our listeners, I'm I'm very curious.
1: Um, we met through a mutual friend in college. Um. She wasn't, she didn't go to the same college as me at the time, the same college as me at the time, but she was friends with someone who I knew through my anime club. And uh, that friend had like a finals are done celebration kind of party um, at this uh, restaurant. And she was there. It was kind of her first introduction to, to our little circle of friends and we just hit off. She gave me a hug the first time I met her and you know what? It <laughs> it turned it turned something out. like, "Oh. Okay." <laughs> that usually doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, cute. Yeah, and uh you know, we we both were we we both kind of had the same the same uh, first impression of each other. So
0: Oh, my God, that's so rare. It always feels like someone is more into the other person at first, and then, you know, they explore it. But that's awesome. Also, no, nerds, you like yeah, anime? Right? <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know what? Anime it was transformative for my life. It led to some of the, the, the best connections I ever made. Uh, and it, it it kind of it saved college for me um, because, like, I I came into college not knowing anyone, and you know feeling very very lonely and out of my element because all throughout my life before college i had a very very close-knit of friends that you know were my friends forever my, my best friend has been my best friend since i was two years old um and we, we you know we grew up all throughout and kind of like you know stayed in same friend circles and then i didn't have that anymore so like you know having to like try and having to make my own friends in this unfamiliar situation was very very hard and then i found anime club and it kind of you know it made things much better for me
0: (laughs) that's awesome yeah i I do remember it being so i lived in korea for like two years before i went to college right so the junior and senior year i was in korea at um a military-based school so luckily it wasn't like a korean school um, but I do remember coming back and like most of my friends had either left the state to go to different colleges or it was just like a handful of people at different colleges in this in, in the state that I went back to. And I was like, man, this sucks. Like, how do you make friends outside of high school? Because like you're not in the same class as most people. You know, it's it's very difficult. And um, I'm glad your anime club was was successful because ours was definitely very weird. Um, the first. Oh, anime. Oh. They-
1: <laughs> oh, let me just be clear. There's a lot of weirdos in anime. Club. <laughs> uh, some of the weirdest people I've ever met, uh, but also some of the, like the most genuinely, you know, good and fun people to be around.
0: Yeah, okay, that's good. I so my first introduction to our anime club at our college was like, we're gonna watch, we're gonna watch Berserk, and I was no explanation, no nothing, jumped in like midway through the series, and it's like the oh, old boy. one too, and I was like. I don't know what the fuck is going on. What is happening? Why is this so gory? And I was like, I don't like this. And I never went back because I was like, well, I wanted to watch some updated stuff because, like, you know, I didn't have access to the latest animes coming out. This was before, like, Crunchyroll and before um, Netflix had accepted yeah. anime into their rep. So I was just like, how the fuck can I watch this? And I was like, okay, Anime Club. And I was like, I don't I don't like this. So I'm, I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, That's so too def- bad. I know so it, it definitely sucked, but um, you know it's it's one of those things of like yeah you got to find your little circle and I'm glad you found yours with Anime Club and I mean yeah I would yeah I would say it it definitely did a lot for you because you met your wife through it yeah even though you guys <laughs> went to different schools
1: <laughs> yeah and well she eventually transferred to to our school oh um, for you yeah not for me not to, um, no <laughs> uh, it was already in the works she um. she wanted to, she also wanted to kind of be in a in a situation where she had friends um okay so yeah
0: yeah that's she she actually left
1: she left ucla to to go to to where i went which is cal poly pomona oh Um, it's one of those things where you know it it doesn't matter a lot of the times about you know the the prestige of the school it's yeah it it also has to do with like you know how you do socially with you know with what you've got and if you're not happy socially and it's making your life you know not not very good then uh you know (laughs) It's on you to kind of find a way to improve that situation. She did.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I have to ask, uh, what did you graduate with, and do you use that degree in
1: IGN? So I graduated with a bachelor's in communication, oh, okay. um, so- with an emphasis on journalism. So yeah, so oh. it it I, it's something that I kind of wrestle with because. Did I need my degree to get the jobs that I ended up, you know, getting mm-hmm. that led to me going to IGN? Probably not. Um but you know, I I came out of my shell a little bit in college and yeah. you know, it's it's one of those things where there there's more to a college edu- education than just the education. There's uh, you know, the the social aspect of it. There's you know, it's living on your own, you know, for the the first time, if you go to the dorms or if you go to, you know, whatever on-campus housing, so it's it, I I feel like I learned to become an adult in college, and uh, you know, I also kind of got a lot of experience doing video game stuff because of the fact that it was what I did to pay for my rent, pay for you know my 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 meals and everything. It was absolutely garbage pay. <laughs> but fortunately, you know, on-campus housing is much cheaper, or it was much yeah. cheaper than, you know, actually having, you know, an apartment or whatever. Um, so, yeah. So, I I, I I wrestle with the idea of, like, was college worth it? God, it was so expensive, but also, God, it led to <laughs> all these cool opportunities. Um, so, it, it, I think college is, is one of those things where it it, it goes e- either way like i i don't i don't have like a firm stance of like you should go to college get a degree you know you'll get a, a better job it's it's more complicated than that there's there's a lot of other things that you can get from college too
0: yeah no i it, i think it's just interesting that you're you know you actually did go to school for communications and journalism and you are actively in that field which is great a lot of people kind yeah. of they're just like oh i went to school for this and i don't even do that anymore <laughs> Yeah. Which is great. Like, um, I have one of my streamer friends who she was going to school to be a doctor. And then she kind of trailed off, like, you know, diverted because she was like, oh, I love streaming. So um, it's so funny how life works out that way. But, yeah, I, I agree. Um, College was when I first started living on my own. And where I found out I did not have to get groceries like my family did because one person can't eat four people's worth of food. So, oh, yeah. yeah, my potatoes would grow sprouts all the time. yeah that's definitely where he learned oh food goes bad when you don't have enough people to eat it got it buy less
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe don't have a fully stocked fridge at all times
0: (laughs) yeah I actually okay this is super embarrassing but this is just how little I knew about cooking and like I didn't drink coffee when I was growing up with my parents so when I finally got to college I was like oh I want coffee when I you know stay up late so I was like I don't have a coffee machine but I think if I get the uh instant coffee, I can just, you know, dissolve it in water. I thought I got instant coffee. I poured the grounds into this pot of water that I was boiling. It was not, and I was like, well, I can't let this go to waste, so I tried to like pick the grounds out. It was it was a very sad like mo- I was like, "Man, I am so glad no one else is here to witness
1: it." <laughs> it was so, you so
0: embarrassing.
1: Have, you didn't have like roommates or anything uh in, in college?
0: So no, I was supposed to go to Purdue, but then um, it was cheaper to go to the community college in Indiana, IUPUI, which is like a mix of Purdue and Indiana University, um, and it's downtown. So because it's a commuter college, I my parents set me up with like a little apartment right off the campus, uh, because campus housing there was like not much because it was a commuter campus so um yeah so we just had like a little apartment off to the side and I was like this is fine I can walk across you know it's it's all right um so yeah no roommates uh which I guess is kind of good because I found out that I'm pretty introverted I guess Uh um I think it would have been a lot trying to not interact with someone at home because it's like one of those things of you know if you go to let's see like if we go to comic-con right and we have to share a room with someone it feels like you can't fully decompress with someone else there right like it's not fully your space so i'm kind mm-hmm. of glad for for the first like year of college i was like okay your roommate whew, all right i can like fail in peace thanks <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah interesting yeah Yeah. So- I, I i uh no just uh you know last thing on the roommate thing uh it was i i, I feel like i went through probably like Ten different roommates over the course of my college time, oh, wow. and I feel very fortunate because even though like 10, 10 different roommates feels like a lot, I don't have any like weird kind of roommate stories to to, to tell people about. I feel I feel like almost. regret about it because i'm like man maybe my college experience was really boring because i don't have any like funny roommate (laughs) stories (laughs) everyone was just super chill
0: (laughs) maybe you were the funny roommate
1: maybe i was i I probably (laughs) you know what i probably was because i have some weird weird eating habits
0: (laughs) (gasps) like what okay now i have to know
1: uh i mean for the longest time i i would not have spaghetti with sauce it would be spaghetti with just like butter and salt oh okay Um, i mean
0: that's okay that's like a typical college
1: meal yeah okay yeah but like just like i would have it multiple days throughout the week it would just be like spaghetti no sauce just butter and like you know frozen chicken that i would just you know heat up (laughs) okay
0: okay that's not like absurd though I yeah it's not not absurd all right (laughs) yeah like i okay So, having grown up with spaghetti with sauce, I grew to, like, this is with pizza, too. I'm like, red sauce is so overrated. I have had it my entire life. Let me branch out. And when I found out about Alfredo, I was like, oh, my God, game changer. And also, (laughs) buttered pasta. I was like, why did I never think of this before? It's so good. Um, Mm. And then, also, let's see. Oh, yeah. So, now with pizza, I'm just like, anytime there's, like, a white sauce on pizza, I'm like, absolutely, I want that. Because I'm like, you know what? Red sauce is good. It's a classic, but... I've had it my entire life. Let me let me try something different.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I like buttered pasta. It's it's a solid meal, especially when you pair it with chicken. I was like, if you were just eating the buttered pasta, I would have been a little bit concerned. But you actually have protein. So, yeah,
1: I might. I might sometimes have just had buttered pasta. Okay, I'm not well, sure. All right. but... I'm,
0: trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to root for you, man.
1: I, you know what? You're right. I should have just kept my mouth shut.
0: <laughs> I'm trying. OK, that's the only weird eating habit you had.
1: I probably have I almost certainly have more. Uh okay. You know, if we, if we ever if we ever go to group uh, you know, restaurant nights or whatever, mm. uh I'm sure I'm sure you'll you'll see something that comes out. Okay,
0: I'll <laughs> keep an eye out for that. <laughs> oh. So, was it in college that you also got really into fighting games or was that kind of like a later thing?
1: Uh it was I you know i've always been casually into fighting games um you know i would go i, I the way I, I would always say it is that when you go to an arcade uh and you only have like you know 2 bucks fighting games will will get you pretty far because as long as you don't lose you're on that machine <laughs> until until uh you know you you lose um so there's there's like a a Incentive to be good at when you're a child and going to arcades at fighting games because you want to be able to yeah. you know make your limited amount of money go the furthest. Um, so like always, I've always been casually into into fighting games. I would say when the the moment that I went a little bit beyond that was actually for work. Um, I worked at a place called GameFront and Mortal Kombat Nine came out. And I w- it was kind of like a similar kind of role to what I do now at IGN, where a game would come out, and we'd have to brainstorm the ways that, you know, we could make videos that people would watch. Um, and what I arrived at for MK9 was, I guess I can try to teach people how to do combos, even though I don't know how to do combos. Um, and so I would do these these combo guides for, for Gamefront. Where I would basically, like, you know, scour, like, the internet, try to find what combos people are using, make sure that I can perform them myself, and uh, then I would record them and try to present them in a way that was easy for people to understand. Because I think at the time, fighting games on YouTube were more about people showing off the combos, Mm. like, just, you know, being like, look at this, you know, cool twenty hit combo that I can do. But they don't tell anyone how to actually do the combo. Um so what what I thought would be like my my in would be like okay I'm gonna not only show how the combo is done on screen, I'm gonna slow down the video so that it you know really registers. I'm gonna speak the combo aloud so that's hitting both auditory and, and uh visual senses and uh then I'm gonna repeat it. So I'll you know show it once in full speed, then I'll show it in slow speed. Uh, and it, it kind of worked. Um, people, people really, uh, I, 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 you know, I wouldn't say it became like one of our, you know, most known things on game front, but, uh, you know, there's definitely people that have reached out to me after the fact that have been like, Hey, your mortal combat guides really helped me. Or like the way you did mortal combat guides have inspired the way I do guides. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like the the launching off point to get me into fighting games, and from there I just kind of you know tried out everything that came out basically.
0: That's awesome! Oh my god, that's so cool! I didn't know that. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I feel like a lot of gaming videos early on on YouTube were definitely about showing off. Um, people definitely gate kept things so they could keep the, they could be the coolest in in whatever genre they were in, which was very, uh, interesting. And now it's all about showing off being the first person to discover something and like post it, right? It's so yeah. different how the gaming industry and like just space has changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and I feel like it's gotten much better in terms of fighting game content. Like there are people who do like dedicated guides that not only show you how to do a combo, but tell you like, you know, here's here's how to do the setup that, you know, might be able to, you know, you might be able to land the combo more consistently. Um, or, you know, this is how, you know, you do a frame trap, um, all kinds of fighting game, fighting game jargon. Um, (laughs) but yeah, and, and there also still is that element of, you know, there are people that just show off on Twitter. Um, so it's, it's a much nicer blend of like, you got people that do tutorial content. There's people that just stream playing the game that are really good. And then there's people that just do the most outlandish impractical <laughs> combos that are just very impressive to look at.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, which uh fighting game did you go to Evo for this year?
1: This year, I went for Guilty Gear Strive.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: all right. <laughs> Do you like that game above like all the other uh fighting games?
1: Uh I think God, it's it's between it and Street Fighter Six. Okay. Um, I and I am kind of a, a modern fighting game boy. Uh, I I like the, the, uh, the benefits uh, that have come <laughs> with the modern like evolution of, of fighting games, where you like you don't have super super tight links in order to to mm-hmm. you know chain your combos together. Um, the timing I, I would say is a lot more generous than games like Street Fighter Two or Street Fighter Three. Um, so I I, I like. I like the way that fighting games have evolved and to me Street Fighter 6 and Guilty Gear Strive kind of represent the pinnacle of that evolution. Um so yeah, so I, yes, Street, <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive is is probably my favorite fighting game.
0: Okay, cool. But Street
1: Fighter 6 is close.
0: Yeah, Street Fighter 6 I I didn't realize how gorgeous that game was and and you know when yeah. we were at the kind of funny studio playing I was like I could just get into this just to keep seeing the different combos people even if they're used against me I'm just like it's so pretty and I I, I said this to Brian but I love the aesthetic literally bringing it to the streets I love that yeah. so much and like the spray paint graphics and everything I'm like mm-hmm. yeah no this is what underground fighting would feel like in like New York City or some shit this is awesome.
1: Yeah, it kind of ba- harkens back to Street Fighter Three. I don't know if you played Street Fighter Three, but Street Fighter Three very much had that similar vibe of like, you know, kind of underground hip hop, in- hip hop inspired, and this kind of felt like a a return to it and also kind of an evolution of it. Um, but yeah, so so you you played Street Fighter Six. Was that your first time playing? At, at kind of funny.
0: It was, yeah. Oh
1: man. <laughs> Stella, I know. If we ever if we ever go up against uh, kind of funny again, uh, I'm, I you, you got to get that run back against Greg, and I'm gonna, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> I didn't realize that
0: you weren't supposed to jump, which is why like when whenever Blessing would jump, I did see you would always uppercut his crotch, and I'm just like okay, so that's like a weak point because <laughs> I'm so used yeah. to other fighting games where like in order to dodge you should jump, but jumping in Street Fighter Six is definitely a weak point, and I had no idea. And Jada's was like yeah no 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 don't do that. <laughs>
1: So here's the thing, and, uh, you know, it's it's all about risk and reward. The thing okay. about doing jumps is that it's a very, very powerful move, because if you jump in, you avoid whatever is, is on the ground, and you're able to do a jump-in attack, which will lead to whatever you want, uh, like, in terms of, like, a ground combo. Okay. Um, but, you know, that's balanced by the fact that there's plenty of time to react when someone is slowly moving through the air, yeah. And, you know, if they if they have their their anti-air game on point, then, you know, you're going to you're going to eat some damage every time you try it. Yeah. But I
0: wouldn't say Greg had his anti-air He, he game definitely on did point. not. He definitely <laughs> he had did not. He a spam button on point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is why I would say, like, you know, I wouldn't say don't jump. I would say, actually, if he's not if he's not uh, anti-airing you, jump as much as you can. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. It's laughs> Keep a on jumping technique. in at him. Yeah, it's a different technique against him, but then against like seasoned players, it's like don't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. If it was if you were going to up, going up against blessing, I would say probably okay. Yeah, to the ground for the most part, unless he's he's like not <laughs> he's slacking on his anti airs.
0: It's so crazy though. Like, so here's the thing: I know that if I played more fighting games, I would probably understand the mechanics more and be able to mm-hmm. see the intricate moves of like, oh, this person's jumping into there, I can follow up with an anti air. But hearing all of this, I'm just like my brain cannot process all of this. And I'm sure it's the same thing with like, you know, shooters for some people. Yeah. Like It moves so fast. How are you able to like, you know, calculate the space around you in 3d environment. But I'm like, for some reason it makes more sense than like facing off with someone in a 2d environment. Um, yeah. And then don't even get me started on Tekken where you can like roll over into like the 3d space. Right. Like, yeah. That was really cool to see, but I was like, I, "Thank God I'm not playing this because I can't, I can't understand it at all."
1: <laughs> yeah, Tekken is crazy. Is there anything? Because you're obviously really good at shooters. Is there anything that you think you know, like uh, that is kind of something that you can take from shooter to shooter, like a, a thing that makes you
0: oh okay good
1: at shooters, like a piece of knowledge mm. that you have about shooters that goes from game to game to game uh and like Ooh. what what do you what do you think that that would be it's like a knowledge of like you know not immediately j- like running out past the corner <laughs> or <laughs> yeah which like
0: in call of Duty, you kind of do every i'm just like should i move strategically and then i immediately get run up on it and i'm like no fuck it let's just it's just all healthy it's like letting a, 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 like kindergartners out at recess right like that's literally yeah. what each map of call of duty is Um, I would say that the one thing that I can definitely transfer over is probably, uh, grenade throws and flashbang throws. Uh Um, just because I played CSGO a lot, right? So you have to get, you have to be really good at knowing your angles, how to throw grenades so that they can like properly hit enemies. And I did notice it a lot in, uh, Modern Warfare 3 last night when I was playing and I was like, oh, some of these grenade throws are really good. So I think I got really good at like angle playing, um, specifically with throwing stuff like that. So, um yeah I, was, I don't know i would like pat myself a little bit on the back and i was like
1: yeah this, this is pretty cool <laughs> so you got really good like arc distance management <laughs> like yes. trajectory distance, ma- distance management
0: i think so yeah and like um because i w- there are so many rooms where you know someone is posted up in a corner somewhere so you like yeah. line yourself up you throw the nade in there and then as soon as you hit the stun marker you're just like go go
1: go go go
0: (laughs) yeah um yeah michael says reload if even if you only fired one round okay that is not something that applies to every shooter because if you do that in csgo you're definitely dead if you do that in valorant you're definitely dead um call of duty is definitely its own it's it's almost like an arcade shooter right you just kind of go in you kind of rinse repeat um but yeah it's definitely yeah i would say grenade throws um because like it's so interesting how different each shooter is um i guess you know ADS aiming is kind of the same thing that can transfer over to, but like, that I don't know if that's, is that a skill? Would you say that's a skill?
1: I, I would say knowing when to like do ADS and when to okay. hip fire yeah. is probably a skill that, okay. you know, I, I don't like, I, if they're far away, just go to an ADS. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know like the sweet spot of like when I should be doing ADS and when I should just be doing hip fire and yeah. trying to, you know, move back and forth to avoid getting shot
0: yeah oh i think yeah in in terms of shooting firing i think also knowing when to just keep firing because sometimes you'll stop early and you think that they're dead but they're not and they'll have like one hp and kill you and you're just like well shit so um yeah i think that too Uh, how about you what about like with fighting games what what is like the set of skills that you feel like you can bring that when you start a new fighting game you're just like oh yeah i'm pretty decent already
1: so i think it's it's really knowing what to look for what makes a character good Um, Ah. In a fighting game and usually what I look for is I look for moves that are plus on block which means that you you do a move they block it and you get to act before they do so you can Uh, you know a lot of times a lot of times I think what a lot of newer fighting game players don't know is when they can hit buttons and so they because they're just mashing buttons all the time and if you're if you're mashing buttons all the time. If I know you're just mashing buttons all the time, I'm gonna hit you with some moves that if you mash buttons, you're gonna die. <laughs>
0: okay, all right
1: well, so, yeah. <laughs> so I, I would say that's that's probably a knowing knowing the moves that I can use where if I use it, you can't press a button or you get hit, okay um, and also, you know, knowing to look for anti-airs, knowing to you know knowing how to deal with certain easily Counterable strategies that are also easy to execute.
0: Okay, I is would you say blocking feels almost the same, like very similar in fighting games to you? Like holding back seems to be like the universal block.
1: Mortal Kombat is the only 2D fighter that I know that has a dedicated oh. block button that you have to hold down in order to block. Um, but so yeah, so that that's actually a huge difference between it and Street Fighter um is is also one of the, th- the reasons why it's very hard to go from playing Street Fighter to Mortal yeah. Kombat. Um but other, most other than that most other other games kind of have the same rules where you have to hold back to block. Um if you're blocking low, you can get hit by overheads. If you're blocking high, you can get hit by lows. Okay. Um every jumping attack is an overhead attack, etc., etc. So you have to block jumping attacks while standing. Um and then 3D fighters also kind of had their own rules. Uh, sometimes they have a K block button. Sometimes it's still hold back to block.
0: What was that one Dragon Ball fighters? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. It was it was one where it's 3D. Um, oh. It had okay. couch co-op. Um, fuck, I am blanking on the name. Um, hopefully, someone in there's chat can. Budokai, help us out. Budokai.
1: Yes. There's Budokai Tenkaichi.
0: Yes, Tenkaichi. I remember. I love okay. that. I love playing. Um, android uh god the the blonde hair short hair 18 18, 18. okay yeah. yeah i love playing as her um i loved that 3d space so much it felt it's like fun yeah semi open world right but it's you're just like this is what a battle like this is this is what a dbz fighting game should feel like because it feels like you're actually in the world as these characters i loved that game so much and yeah uh, fighter z was fi- or fighters is it fighters or fighter z
1: I, I would just say it's fighters. Fighters, okay.
0: <laughs> um, I liked that a lot, too, but I don't know, man. Like, Buenekai Tenkaichi, like, that shit just, it, it was so fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, The uh, Tenkaichi, I would say, is an arena fighter. Um, and I think oh, it's, it's okay. kind of one of the ones that kind of, I don't know if it, like, established that genre. But it's certainly was a like uh, a prominent game within that genre that other games kind of look to for inspiration okay. Um so yeah there's a lot of games that are like that now there's like the naruto ultimate ninja storm games there's the oh. my hero academia game jujutsu kaisen is coming out with a game that looks very similar
0: i did not know um, that oh my god I'm so yeah. excited. are you
1: jujutsu fan
0: yeah
1: yeah no! nice.
0: okay we're gonna have to play <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it looks it looks fun uh i'm i'm you know, I'm not uh, I'm not caught up on the manga for Jujutsu, but I I think I might be one episode behind right now where the anime is, but I'm definitely behind, really
0: but yeah. Uh, yeah, I will catch up because right now we're watching blue-eyed Samurai, and oh my God, oh, that cool. shows so good. Have you have you started? It yet? I
1: haven't seen it yet? No, I'm it's trying really to get good. through Pluto right now, but uh, okay, it's fair. it's on my list.
0: It's very good, I'll say. Um, I was very surprised because at first I was like, eh, I don't know. And then uh, after like an episode, I was like, oh, uh oh, I want to click the <laughs> next button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so interesting, but I mean, it is very good. Um, but yeah, no, the jujitsu game that'll be fun. I think. Ooh, I wonder how some of those ultimates are going to work. Cause I mean, Gojo's so strong. How's that going to work?
1: <laughs> uh, it, it's funny with a lot of those games. Like, you can go you can go two ways with it. You can okay. just try to make a balanced fighter and kind of normalize everyone's power and not be true to the the anime or you can just say screw it let's let's make gojo feel like the most powerful being that you can play in this game and you know we'll let the, the if it if it gets a tournament scene we'll let we'll let them be the ones to decide if he's banned or not
0: <laughs> Oh okay okay so so what about um oh my god oh no it just slipped my mind um I was thinking of overpowered oh oh uh, what did you think of, uh, oh my god, Saitama One Punch Man, the game that came out? Uh-huh. Did you play it?
1: I, I played a very little okay. chunk of it. Uh, I thought it was a a fun idea because okay. the way it works is that if you choose Saitama as like your, your <laughs> partner character or whatever, basically all you're doing is trying to buy time for Saitama to arrive to the fight. You'll, like, there's a little thing that will tell you how far away he is. <laughs> and if he shows up, you win. There's like, there's nothing they can do to, to, yeah. to beat Saitama. You kill every enemy with one hit. Uh, so I thought that was a really clever way of, you know, being true to the the, the source material. But also, it made it for a really boring fighting game, because Aww. if you chose Saitama, all you had to do is just turtle, run away, <laughs> and you win. Okay, that's fair.
0: <laughs> do you think it would have helped if they added some, like, you have to hit a certain number of combos or, like, certain number of hits before he shows up
1: to you? Maybe, yeah. The, okay. th- there's definitely ways that they could have done that might have been better suited for gameplay purposes. Um but i just i kind of love the the idea of it of <laughs> like you know we're just we're just buying time we got to yeah. hold on like if you even if you have like that much life left as soon as saitama arrives <laughs> it's game over for the other person
0: yeah i do i remember at, i think it was comic con this year um they were explaining like the mechanics and i thought it was the funniest thing ever i was like are you kidding me that's awesome yeah. cuz i was like how are they going to balance it if saitama is the main character there's no way that game's going to be fun kind of like robocop right it's like you see that game and he just walks and people die yeah um so i think i definitely think they got the delivery down but like you said it probably does get boring if you just keep selecting yeah. saitama um yeah, which is i think probably-
1: that, i think there were other problems with it too like it, oh, it didn't okay. run very well the, the actual fighting mechanics weren't great um Aww. so yeah there were there were other issues that wasn't just the only one
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I guess robocop kind of failed in a lot of aspects too like the main character is just too op like you can't really die it's like very I, hard to i guess so it's
1: funny i've I've heard people really like that robocop game i know it's it's not like you know it's it's definitely not going to be in the end of the year <laughs> con- considerations yeah but i think uh a lot of people that i've i've talked to have been like kind of you know celebrating it as the return of like a double a Kind of license oh. game. Um, I've never that's... heard
0: the term double A. That's that's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it was kind of like maybe the 2000s and like, you know, 2010s were like that kind of game was like a big yeah. thing where, you know, you'd have these slew of licensed movie games that, you know, weren't good by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, a lot of them weren't like terrible, though. And they obviously had a lot of money put into them. So that's kind of where AA would oh, come from. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. Oh, so is is that like when they would put like little demos of um, games in cereal boxes for movies and stuff like that?
1: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> even further back. Okay. Uh, I don't remember them ever being in cereal boxes. Probably def- they definitely were in like magazines.
0: Oh, but, yeah. okay. Yeah, maybe it's something else for cereal box. I do remember certain brands doing games for their food products. In, yeah yeah but i can't remember what it was um but yeah no okay i know people liked it because they're like oh yeah it's just robocop i mean yeah of course you'd be this tanky and i'm like yeah sure that's fine i think i just like more of a challenge with my games so probably uh, just yeah. me being yeah um but i, know you, I mean who- have
1: you watched have you watched robocop like do you have any like a- affinity for that source movie
0: no, because no. I don't, like... Don't be
1: ashamed, because I haven't seen... Ro- I didn't see Robocop until, like, last year. Oh, did you? So. Okay, okay.
0: I So, I can't... I think he's a little bit too creepy, because I have the aversion to, like, robots and stuff. So, like, yeah. him being a man, but also a robot, I think it would very... I saw, like, one, like, picture of him at, like, you know, with, like, the innards and stuff. I was like, nope, I'm good. Uh, nope. So, for me, I think, like, it's a little too much. Same with, like, Terminator. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, because I, I, swear it's because my dad watched Terminator when I was a kid and you know, oh, that scene yeah. where like, he can move his like fingers because of the little mechanisms in his arm. You see it, yeah. that shit tripped me up for a week. Like, I remember we'd be walking around the grocery store and I'd be obsessing about these. I'm like, what if I'm a robot and I don't know, like, Oh my God, <laughs> I was a kid, dude. So that definitely like traumatized me. So ever since then, like robots and stuff, it, it, it has not sat well with me. So Yeah.
1: <laughs> wild man that i mean <laughs> that's actually a pretty advanced stuff though for for a, a child to have what if yeah! i'm not actually a human what if i'm a robot and i don't know what if i'm just made to look like a human i know <laughs> yes there is
0: there is a term for it um because i remember we were on a live show and one of the producers it was dan dan parkhurst one of our producers yeah. at ign he like looked it up and he added it into a script oh at gamescom because we were talking about robocop yeah we had this exact conversation hold on uh fear of robots phobia it is uh oh robophobia <laughs> what
1: i can't about believe you forgot that
0: <laughs> yeah because it's animatronic specifically too oh autom ma- automatonophobia
1: I think ah, that's the that's, one that he mentioned. That's yeah. much more impressive. Yeah,
0: that one's a lot more impressive. Yeah. Oh, but specifically of thinking you are a robot. I don't know. But I, I just remember that, like, really messed me up. Um, mm. Even watching, I remember a couple of years ago, I think I've gotten better about it. I've been able to see some things with, like, robots and animatronics and be less creeped out. At least have a less physical reaction. Because I remember um, my ex was watching Westworld, was super into it. But yeah. I was like, oh, who's that person? And they're like, oh, well, that's not a person. That's a robot. That's an android. And I remember feeling physically nauseous knowing that that, even though that character, even though that actor is not an actual robot or android, <laughs> I remember feeling physically nauseous. And I was yeah. like, I can't, wow, okay, I can't do this.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man, that's intense. Uh, how do you feel about the Five Nights at Freddy's series? no okay I guess that tells that says everything
0: (laughs) when the first game came out my community knew about it so they gifted it to me so I had to play it
1: oh Um, no
0: I think because they were animals it was a little less like people like the the android phobia but like oh my god I I got noise complaints because I was screaming so loud (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty bad um yeah and then like Uh, You know, sitting in the room, the first one was fine, right? Because you could sit in your room, you could just like hit. I just focus on the task more than anything else. Uh, But then the other ones where you can actually like, there's way more to handle. My ADHD brain cannot handle that, first of all. And then the ones, (laughs) I remember one where you're sitting, you're like a little kid, you're sitting in the room, you have to run to the door. But if you run to the door, your back is not protected. And I was like, nope. I also have this thing of when I get scared, I have to have my back against a wall. Like I feel more safe that way. Uh so you know in that game when you can't like in the first game when you're sitting down you're obviously to the wall the wall's safe um yeah there's i don't know there's i'm weird there's a lot of stuff
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey i i am terrible with scary games as well so i i know it i i know and love i know and live that life
0: (laughs) did you do the how scary is um that that series that we had on ign
1: i've done it i think twice um okay. i did one for i feel like both the times i did it there like the game i, I was playing wasn't actually scary um what was it i don't remember what game it is now was it but the yeah the
0: latest I, I, one the the uh Blair witch was it that
1: one no i didn't do that one okay. that one would have gotten me <laughs> <laughs> uh Shit, now it's gonna bother me. I, whatever, I, I'm not gonna look it up. But I, I feel like I've done two of them, and okay, uh, I think one of them was a VR experience.
0: <gasps> no, that would be way
1: worse for me. Yeah, because you was, can't escape it. Ah, was... oh, man, the the memory is not coming back. But the answer is yes. I have done them before. Um, oh my god.
0: <laughs> that's crazy because yeah, yeah
1: they... I, I i used to do scary games at GameFront, and uh no i i hate i hate it i i don't <laughs> i feel like it's it's a terrible situation because my reactions are genuine and they're what yes. people want to see and they they give joy to other people <laughs> seeing me scared <laughs> And I want to do things that that you know are that as, as someone who creates content, yeah. I want to do things that that people want to watch and that people enjoy. But also, I physically can't stand the feeling of being scared, of being yeah. jump scared. Uh, and I'm currently going through Alan Wake Two, which is just <laughs> a series of back to back random ass jump scares. Is it really? <laughs> oh god yeah it's the most they have the most random jump scares in that game you'll just be walking in a completely normal environment mm-hmm. all of a sudden the the screen will flash like it's one of those uh you know early 2000s jump scare mazes oh, or whatever man. it'll just like flash a horrifying picture and a really loud noise <laughs> and then it'll be back I to normal i hate that
0: i hate that so much i wish dude alan wait there's the the, the devs are so good at making the environment so scary that in the first game I couldn't go any further than like a, a couple of hours because the environment was so scary I'm kind of sad that they went the jump scare route but whatever I'm, I mean people seem to really like it so
1: um, yeah you know I feel like not lot of people are talking about the on Wick two jump scares <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny Sammy we need says... we... oh sorry yeah. go ahead no, I said we need, we need a representative of our kind of, you know, feelings towards scary games to really champion this cause of like, hey, you know what? Actually, <laughs> random jump scares aren't, aren't okay. Yes, thank <laughs> you. It,
0: and it's really the noise that gets you, right? Like the flash yeah. image, you're like, okay, whatever. But like, it's the noise that gets you. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, Salmon says, all I know is that Mitchell does not handle scary games as evident by his Alan Wake 2 gameplay. So he are knew. new <laughs>
1: I tweeted about, I tweeted, uh, my, my reaction, I think like two days ago. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, Sam Lake is, is on my list of, uh, people I don't like. Oh. I just have a list of game developers that, that I don't like. And Sam Lake just moved to the top. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love Sam Lake. Uh, I think Alan Wake 2 is a very special game. I just wish it didn't have random jump scares.
0: Yeah. Salmon says they're for a reason in Alan Wake too, but still, okay. They they may be for a reason, but you know what? That reason's not good enough for us. So there you go. Yeah, and I, you know what?
1: I don't know the reason yet. So until I until I get to it, uh they're they're on my shit list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I okay, yeah. So Outlast kind of had that sort of jump scare, but it was kind of it wasn't like a flash image, right? It was just like suddenly right. someone grabs you and then like loud noise, and you're like, oh Jesus. Yeah. Um which I you know what, I am so proud of myself. Outlast was the first horror game that I played through and the DLC, uh, fully. And I was very proud of myself. I think
1: me too, actually. I think that Okay yeah. and I, I I have a I have a playthrough of it somewhere on YouTube.
0: <laughs> I wonder why we could handle that versus like
1: I mean, I couldn't. I, I, I forced my way through it. <laughs> me too, I, but like I,
0: we still did it, right? But like we stuck yeah. with it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's again, that uh, commitment to to content creation. <laughs>
0: That's true. Yeah, I remember they chose me to do, because they knew about my aversion to animatronics and stuff, um, someone at IGN, like, chose me to do the VR Five Nights at Freddy's game. And it was my oh, first God. entry to VR, by the way.
1: Oh, boy. Um,
0: so I was terrified. I... Because like you can't just throw off the thing, right? Because it's like attached to your head. So there's no like yeah. closing your eyes because when you open them, you're still in that. Ver- <sighs> that was that was a time I was sweating. There's like a before and after picture, and it's it's just I, I'm like I was sweating so much. It was very. The, the developer was like great, was so happy. But like it was so funny because the producer was like, "Hey, can you stop saying that you hate this game so much?" Because the developer's right there, and the developer's like, "No, i This is great. Are you kidding me? This is literally why <laughs> we make the game." <laughs> We want to like, we put ourselves through this torture for the sake of entertainment and then the developers create a torture device for the sake of entertainment.
1: Yeah. It's all, I mean, it's all about eliciting that reaction. That's, that's what they're going for.
0: Yeah. It's like, (laughs) Ooh, okay. So since I'm moving to LA, we definitely should do like, you know, next year we should definitely do some like, uh, the, what is it? Hollywood Horror Nights? The, the, um. Because I wanted to, I wanted to do it this year, but you know, I was like, "Oh, I should save money with moving," uh, because they have the Last of Us theme set up. But we should definitely do that because I, I know for sure we're going to be targeted because we will definitely have the most reactions out of anyone.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I've done one of those, those kind of spooky walkthroughs uh, yeah. before. I did, I did the Queen Mary. Um, you did? Yeah.
0: That's so scary. I feel like that's so scary.
1: It. I you know, it, it didn't feel that bad to me. It could have been it could have been the fact that you know you're doing it with a group of friends, okay. Uh, and also, the the costumes are not quite oh. the level of like you know a uh, A list movie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know that kind of takes you out of it. Okay. Um, I I, I haven't done Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, okay. I know I know Six Flags Fright Fest is is kind of like a similar thing of like you know the costumes aren't that great okay um and it's just a lot of people jumping out from bushes <laughs> oh, the,
0: ugh, okay yeah we'll just have to like just make sure i don't accidentally punch someone out of yeah room. <laughs> so
1: i was gonna ask about that because you know you've you've gone through this journey uh, over the last couple of years of getting much stronger does <laughs> does your physical strength factor in at all to how scared you are of anything? I'm still, nope.
0: I'm just a big bitch now
1: <laughs> <laughs> like
0: physically just a big bitch
1: <laughs> because I guarantee you that the people who are are like, you know, paid to scare people at these things are gonna be more scared of you <laughs> okay, like, you know, so
0: I just wear a mus like a muscle shirt, like just something that shows <laughs> off and then we'll just, just like, you know, <laughs> we'll just scare them off that way
1: yeah exactly I, I mean i if i was there i would be like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna let her pass i'm gonna get the guy the person that's right behind her <laughs> oh,
0: okay so they'll target you perfect i'm good yeah
1: exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god do you remember the first time we met was at blizzcon
1: yeah the and... diablo the diablo yeah. sacrifice <laughs>
0: yeah and, and you know i was just like oh we'll pretend to sacrifice mitchell and now i'm just yeah. like now i could just sacrifice him by lifting him up <laughs>
1: Oh man, <laughs> I was—it's so funny at the um, kind of funny the uh, thing. What I—I I was trying to get them to add a a thing to the the wheel where mm-hmm. like Stella lifts up you know person and spins them around for like you know oh, ten god. seconds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god. Like- Pizza, like the pizza sign twirler guy,
1: like this? Yeah, or just fireman carry and just, you know, turn around a whole bunch of times.
0: I do Yes, I actually okay, so I want to learn how to do the like roll and fireman carry thing. You know, have you seen that where firemen will like if someone's laying on the ground, you grab their leg and you roll, like you kind of oh, like you roll this. forward? Yeah, and then you just pick them up. Yeah, yeah, I wanna yeah. learn to do that so bad. But I'm like, in what environment can I try to practice this in? <laughs>
1: Uh, you know it. You know what I'm gonna say, Stella. It's it's about time for you to start your your career in professional wrestling because <laughs> you can <laughs> Dude, absolutely practice it there.
0: I would love that so much, honestly. So, okay, <laughs> between you and me, and you know, all the listeners, um, I was like, why can't we? We could totally
1: do other stuff on the side.
0: So why not like something more physical? You know, like.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, start up some professional wrestling training.
0: Like, you know, I could definitely like, <laughs> like amateur. I actually did look into that when I was living in, um, L.A. the first time. So, because I was like, uh-huh. what's something? Because I so here's the thing. I, I briefly explored doing stunt woman training because I really loved parkour. I grew up doing gymnastics, so I was like, this seems like a natural path, right? Uh huh. Um, and I was surprised at how many different places there are to learn you know wrestling and
1: stuff like that so i'm just like
0: oh this is very cool so you know maybe
1: i think you should definitely take a class and just see how how it feels i think that'd be
0: fun yeah (laughs) i definitely think that'd be fun um yeah so yeah we we could do something like that but you know we can also make fake wrestling personas and you know just present that to kind of funny and be like hey let's 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 play the ladder match again
1: (laughs) Oh man. That was that was a good time. It was it was uh it was fun game to play WWE with them. Um and yeah, yeah, it was I I what I like about Kinda Funny is that they they really embrace the, the pro wrestling side of games journalism. Yes. <laughs> um and I think, you know, that's 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 something that I personally like to see. I like to see um you know, places lean into their personalities and get crazy with it, and take you know take your personality and and ramp it up to yeah. like an eleven or whatever, um, which I think they <laughs> they do better than probably anyone out there.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it's it's so funny because like a few times I've texted Greg and I'm like, hey, we're good, right? Like you knew I was joking, right? And he's like, oh yeah, we're fine. <laughs> 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 Listen, like you know, things can get kind of nasty, but it's it's great yeah. that everyone kind of understands. Like, yeah, no, it's part of people eat this shit up you know like reddit's just like oh what did they mean by this and you're like oh good it's
1: working <laughs> yeah 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 what what i'll say is that everyone needs to watch more wrestling <laughs> just be like it's hey so this is this is clearly a wrestling character that greg is doing right now oh, yeah. it's like a heel persona and maybe you shouldn't take everything that he says as gospel god,
0: the, oh my god yeah the people who are like oh he said that about pc gaming i'm like you know he's not serious come on you know he's not serious <laughs> but you know it's so funny to see the people that he does kind of get and i'm like you yeah. know what he's just really good at his job yeah yeah Oh, we should do wrestling. We should. We should do. I know um, Amelia, our coworker in LA. She does wrestling uh, watch parties, so we should definitely do like a watch
1: party. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh yeah, she she's invited me to a <gasps> couple of them. I Yay! haven't been able to go, but uh, but yeah, she every time there's a there's a major wrestling thing, she's usually uh, she's usually inviting people over. Uh, awesome. You should go to a, you should go to an event with. Have you ever been to a wrestling event?
0: I have. Yeah, I went to an AEW re- event and it was really cool. Uh, yeah so many uh what is it? pyrotechnics like the, the uh-huh. I w- and i was just like whoa this is this is crazy and like it, it's definitely super funny to see like we um because we got tickets through IGN, we were like in the like friends section and it was so funny how rowdy some of their like the wrestlers friends would get like yeah that's my
1: boy
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute and i was like damn this community is so open and kind i was so surprised at how welcoming everyone was and i was like huh wrestling's kind of yeah. kind of wrestling's kind of
1: awesome dude <laughs> yeah yeah we should definitely either do watch parties or hey we, i mean they they sometimes come around with opportunities to go to the shows so definitely yeah. uh try to try to see one while you're out here
0: yeah for sure i um yeah and then and we're both friends with austin creed and uh um uh, colt cabana he's he also streams on twitch and stuff and so it's been really cool yeah um all these guys are so nice dude like all these wrestlers yeah. are super they're also super nerdy too which is like an added bonus and i'm like oh this is awesome we have so much in common
1: <laughs> yeah that's definitely been a a modern kind of you know evolution of of wrestling yeah. um because yeah the 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 old the old guard very much is not like that it feels like
0: <laughs> yeah i think the- why i i I thought that wrestling was very like macho and like very like boys thing but it's actually very inclusive which was very Mm -hmm. surprising um but yeah the old guard um i got to meet some of them i can't remember their names right now um starts with a j uh it was for yes yes just (laughs) He was oh my god dude his charisma even though he's older i'm just like oh my i guess you just never lose that like he had this air about him and um I got to tell him I, you know, crushed a watermelon between my legs, and he, he just went.
1: <laughs> That's so, amazing.
0: Yeah, one of my life's proudest moments.
1: <laughs> He's just like, "Well,
0: there you go," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs>
1: You should oh. do a competition to see who can crush a watermelon fastest, you or Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> oh my
0: God. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they have, they still got some muscle, dude. Like they were still pretty solid. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see.
1: Uh, he still, he still competes. Like, bless that guy's heart. That's he's
0: crazy. like, he's
1: in his 50s, I think. Oh,
0: he's been, okay. he's been
1: wrestling for as long as I've been watching.
0: Damn. Oh, and the Sergeant Slaughter was really cool, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you got to meet them all at, like, Comic-Con, right? I
0: did, yeah. They were all super nice. Sergeant Slaughter, though, I was just like, I was like, oh, my God, that chin's real. Holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And his persona was great. Um, It was really funny, though, hearing them do an ad read for AT&T, and I was (laughs) like, (laughs) <laughs> and, and their promoter voices. I was like, "This is weird."
1: That's awesome. <laughs> but
0: whatever pays the bills, right? You know. <laughs> but it was just funny. Go to AT and Xfinity. I was like, "This this feels wrong," but you know, yeah. Let's get a picture together. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like WrestleMania the or the WrestleQuest? WrestleQuest.
1: I didn't get to play it all that much. Um, oh. I played it at uh, one of like the uh, summer of gaming events. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, before it came out and, you know, it was still pretty early along. Um, I, I I had a good enough time with it, but nothing that like, you know, really like screamed at me, like you have to play this. Okay. And so, you know, it just didn't seem like something I had to play and I've got so many other things to play right now. So I know and didn't get around to it
0: yeah that's fair it's 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 very cute i think i really liked it i loved the way they did like the animations and i love the way they did the voice lines um and i love that they got all the wrestlers into it and again they're all nerds so of course they're like yeah i want to be in a video game you know which was very cool um yeah yeah even even the uh old guard they were just like yeah, this is cool. Like, you know, my my grandson can play as me now and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so cute." You know, it's just one of those things <laughs> of like, you know, you get to see the generational line and it's very cool. Um, so, happy for wrestling fans though.
1: Yeah. Wrestling fans are eating right now. They they got <laughs> they got uh, some good things on their plate.
0: <laughs> yeah. I still want a rematch against Joey because I don't like the way they built my character in kind of funny uh... wrestling thing. So, yeah. My friend made me more agile because he knew about, like, my uh, gymnastics background. And I'm like, that should be me. I should be doing top rope shit. Let me fly. (laughs) Let me fly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mitchell, thank you so much for joining me today. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but this was really fun. Thanks for hopping back on.
1: Thanks for having me. I, I, feel, I feel honored to have been part of two Stella Podcasts episodes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the two eras. This one I am solidly trying to keep going because um, yeah. people seem to like it. So, yeah. that rid- cool. The match was rigged. It was rigged. Thank you.
1: <sighs> so, I mean, it doesn't surprise me with right? Kind Funny's history of collusion. <laughs> I know! <laughs> history of collusion chose... of cheating of sabotaging exactly
0: and the way that they chose all the games that they were comfortable with
1: yeah Mm-mm,
0: how about I let team ign
1: so. throw throw a game in the the line right? every now and then right yeah exactly i'm just saying <laughs> actually technically they did because we got to add smash brothers and we destroyed them at smash <laughs> brothers okay I mean, okay yeah, we take that but still still
0: <laughs> all right well mitchell where can people find you
1: you can find me on Twitter at Jurassic Rabbit, on Twitch at Jurassic Rabbit, and uh, every now and then you can see me on IGN.com doing reviews, making guides. Uh, I got a, a two minute Omniman guide for Mortal Kombat Ooh. One coming, hopefully on Monday if if it passes the screening <laughs> test. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it.
0: Cool and real quick, can you explain why your name is Jurassic Rabbit?
1: Uh, it's not a very interesting story. When oh. I was a, when I was a kid, I was looking for a, a username. I just watched uh, Jurassic Park three, and just had the idea of like, hey, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it have been funny for them to have been running away from a giant prehistoric bunny? And That's cute. the name the name just kind of stuck.
0: I like it. It's, it's yeah. I'm glad I know the backstory behind that now. That is that would be very funny. But I feel like if they're <laughs> running away from rabbits the rap the giant rabbits would definitely be causing like mini earthquakes every hop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually kind hey, of terrifying. You know that actually kind of adds another element that, that would be a fun <laughs> thing to watch.
0: <laughs> Someone please. Who's good with editing. Please do this. Please make a Jurassic rabbit movie. Thank you. <laughs> like a short film, short clip. Thank you.
1: <laughs> that would be my life's, my life's proudest moment. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Like the evil bunny in Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yes, but giant. Oh,
1: yeah. Yes, that, but giant. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Mitchell. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, keep on smashing in those fighting games.
1: Diamond player. Woo! Let's go. Let's go. (laughs)